eco-friendly living. For a lot of people out there, it can seem like a daunting task, one with so many options and paths that you actually end up feeling overwhelmed and confused rather than inspired and ready to take action. It's hard enough living life today without adding another thing to your plate. That's why I'm here to help. I'm here to pull you out of the societal norms of materialism and overconsumption. I talk about sustainable living, but also things like motherhood, mindfulness, and intentional living. Things that overall help you live a happier, simpler, more eco-friendly life by making small changes in your habits, your mindset, and your home. This is Kayla Rogers, and you are listening to the Unrooted Mama Podcast. Hey, thank you for joining me for another episode today. I am so happy to have you here. So we are less than two weeks from Christmas now, which seems wild. Like, I don't know if it's just because I live in Texas and it's been 60 degrees all week, but it does not feel like Christmas yet to me. And it's exactly 10 days away from the day that this episode releases, which just feels so like crazy to me. That's wild. Um, But although the holidays are right around the corner, I know I like the past couple episodes have been geared more towards like Christmas and the holidays. But today I kind of just want to talk about something that is on my mind pretty heavy. And it's not really anything like eco-friendly living related and not even really intentional living related. But I thought that someone else might need to hear the message and like the tips that I am going to share today. Today's episode is really going to be like tips and kind of a pep talk for when you're in the trenches of survival mode, which spoiler alert, um, if you're listening to this and you are, I am right there with you. I don't know what it has been lately, but I feel like for the last few months of 2022, things have just been so chaotic, but only in my brain, like external circumstances, like in my house and my family, nothing's really been that crazy, but whatever, like, I don't know, there's so much that's just throwing me straight into survival mode. And like my mindset has not been it lately, but I am like scrolling on TikTok, scrolling on social media. And I see so many other people say the same thing that since like this summer, they were fine. And after the summer went away, they have just been in such a bad mental space. And I have been there too, kind of on and off. Like I've had good months and bad months and good weeks and bad weeks. Um, But things have just felt really like tough lately. Like, I don't know what it is, but there are things that I've found that have kind of like helped. Like, I won't say I have pulled myself out of survival mode yet. If I'm being completely honest, my mental health is just really crap right now. And I'm trying a lot of different like supplements and vitamins. And as a last resort, I actually have like mental health medication chilling in my closet. And so if the supplements that I'm currently working don't start kicking in and like seem to help within the next few weeks, I will be getting medicated for mental health for the first time in my life. Um, So that's cool. But yeah, so been in survival mode, been like in a really, I don't want to say negative headspace. I've just been so like spacey, disassociated and just like, have felt very not myself lately. So if you can relate to that, and if you've been feeling some type of way the past few months, this episode is for you. And hopefully you can take some of the things I talk about today and they will like, will help you in your life. Um, So first and foremost, like the one thing that has helped me feel better in recent weeks is to 
like when to learn to lean into your emotions instead of suppressing them and shoving them down. So if you are feeling down and you're trying to fight against that feeling and those negative emotions, and it's just not working, like you feel that you feel it building up, you keep slipping and like snapping at your kids or yelling or just like having these like explosions of emotion. Um, what about leaning into the negative emotions instead? Like, so it's just this week where like something clicked with me where I've been trying to pretend that everything's fine. And I've been trying to like, just go about business as normal and, you know, put on like, not really put on a facade, but like put on this facade to myself, you know, like to make myself feel like everything's fine. Um, so just this week I was like, well, okay, what if I, don't do business as usual. What if I listen to sad music in the car and like scream the lyrics? Like what if I allow myself just to go sit in the car and have a good cry or like sit in bed for half of a day and watch TV, you know? Or what if I just order takeout because I don't fucking feel like cooking today, (laughs) you know? And then after you have processed those weird negative emotions, then you can kind of like reevaluate and kind of sit to think about why you are feeling the way you are. For me, something that's really helped is I actually sought out a therapist and I'm getting therapy for the first time in my life also, which has been like long time coming, honestly. But she pretty much just helped me unpack the fact that like I have been having a really hard time adjusting to our new duty station. Like we just moved to Texas after the summer and I lost my group of friends. I lost my support system. And I feel like that and the loneliness compiled have really like accentuated my mental health issues and made my anxiety like 10 times worse. Um, So having someone to talk about those things with can really, really help just like unpacking those emotions and processing them and fully like understanding why you may be feeling so off-centered. But anyway, so hopefully when you let your body feel those feelings and then you take that time to like rest and reset and let out those negative emotions and sit with them for a while, I feel like it can be a lot easier to move past it and move on. And I kind of like, in my mind, it kind of clicked because I try to be like a gentle and intentional parent when it comes to raising my three kids. And one thing that we learn in like gentle parenting is that instead of trying to fight your toddler's negative emotions, like if you feel a tantrum coming on or if they start like screaming in the middle of the store and you know it's coming, like you know they are about to flip their lid, like sometimes toddlers, like you can't just shut it off once that starts. Once they start feeling and building those negative emotions, you can't just be like, okay, stop, stop crying. You know, you have to let them ride through those emotions and that tantrum. Like one, um, I guess, visualization that I learned was it's like riding a train, right? Like you can't just like stop the train and, you know, make it stop right then and there. You have to just like let it through, let those emotions come through your kids, be there for them, be their support system and like let it pass. Like they have to feel all of that. They have to get that out of their system. And then like their their tantrum can add instead of just like trying to have them suppress their emotions. So I feel like for me, it kind of clicked when I thought about that. And I was like, oh, so I'm pretty much just like a giant toddler that doesn't know how to regulate my emotions. And like, I know that I have trouble with emotional regulation, so it makes sense. Um, But anyway, that's something that's really helped me in the past few weeks is kind of just realizing that like, if I'm feeling this way, 
and so negative in the past it's like exploded and like went to like really really bad levels because I would suppress it and ignore the feelings instead of just acknowledging them and being like oh that's there that sucks you know so yeah sometimes just sitting with those feelings and allowing yourself to feel all of those negative emotions without shame can be really helpful in moving on and moving past this hard phase that you're in so now on to the things that have really been helping me kind of find my way back to brighter times, if that makes sense, which again, I'm still not even all the way there, but I can feel myself getting the pockets of joy back in my days and not feeling as out of it as I used to. So these are the things that have really helped me lately. Um, So for one, something that's really helped me is I don't have a lot of energy during the day. I don't know what it is. I, again, I feel disassociated. I feel very like brain foggy, but a lot of times I get this big energy surge at night and it's not like I'm staying up till four or five in the morning. Like I make myself go to bed at like 1130 or 12 every night. Um, but I still get this energy surge at night. I'll put my kids to bed around eight. And then for like two or three hours, I want to be up and doing stuff. So instead of like sitting there and scrolling on my phone, I try to do what we call like a 10 minute tidy and then prep for my next day. So I try, I know that I'm going to be waking up feeling like crap. So I try to take those like 20 to 30 minutes at night to get up, clean up the kids toys, clean up like whatever dishes I can and clean the kitchen and then get anything out that we need for homeschool the next day, you know, like erase the whiteboard from today and put whatever we're going to be learning the next day on it, getting our books out, you know, prepping some like cool toys for the kids or activities, whatever it is. But that helps me so much. And I can really tell the days that I don't do this. A lot of times I will wake up the next day and not having the house clean and prepped for the day to come really makes things like so much worse because I wake up and there's kids toys all over the place and the kitchen's a mess and there are like shoes in the bathroom and like it just makes me lose my crap so much faster. So when I am in these like hard times in these trenches, it really, really helps me to take those like, even if you don't have 30 minutes that you want to devote to this, even if you have like five to 10 minutes, just power cleaning whatever you can and setting yourself up something for the next day. Like if you have anything, like, you know, if you have to take your kids to school, setting out their outfits and their backpacks or, you know, making their lunches if you need to, but doing that the night before, that way you're not scrambling the next day to get everything ready while not feeling your best and not having a lot of energy, um, has just really helped me. It really helps me to get all of that done at night. So the next thing, which I kind of already touched on this in the beginning of the episode, but just know like it's okay to get help and to ask for help. There's such a stigma around mental health, like, oh, well, why should I need therapy? Like nothing bad has really happened to me or, you know, people have it worse. So I don't want to go complain, whatever it is, like, just know if you're having a hard time with anything, that is enough reason for you to go seek out therapy or medication or whatever it may be, whatever kind of support like you need, just know that it's like, you don't have to validate your feelings in wanting help. 
if that makes sense. Like it, like if you are even questioning, like, should I get help? Yes, get help because you deserve to take care of yourself. And especially if you're a parent, like if you're a mom and you're listening to this, you deserve to take care of yourself just as much as you take care of your kids, which I know if you're a mom, you're taking care of your kids like all day, every day. And all day it's about like, getting your kids snacks and, you know, doing school with them and reading them books and playing with their toys and cleaning up their toys and cleaning up everything else and cooking and, you know, all of that stuff. But like, you need to take the time to take care of yourself too, because I know like it's such an overused phrase, but the whole, you can't pour from an empty cup is so, so true. Um, and it's something that I've definitely neglected, especially times when like my anxiety and depression kind of spiral like they have lately, it's really hard to take care of yourself as a parent because you have so many other responsibilities every day. So just know like, even if you're having a hard time taking care of yourself in the midst of what you're going through, it's okay to like get help. It's okay to like, even if you have family members that aren't about it or an unsupportive spouse or friends that you think might laugh at you if you like try therapy, whatever the reason might be that's holding you back, just know that your mental health is more important than that. So make that appointment, you know, go see a therapist. And if you have tried therapy before and you didn't like your therapist, try a different therapist and like, and then try another one and try another one until you get one that you vibe with, you know, because taking care of yourself is just like very important. So again, don't be afraid to ask for help. Um, this is me telling you, if you think you need help, go get help. And I will be here to cheer you on every step of the way. So another thing that's been a really big help for me is in these times, I always, again, like I forget to take care of myself and there are things that I know will make me feel at least a little bit better, such as eating healthy ish foods or enough foods to like sustain my energy levels throughout the day drinking water, taking vitamins, things like that. And for some reason, when I start to feel this mentally unwell, those are usually the first things off the table. I don't even think about like doing any of that stuff or it'll be 9 p.m. and I'll be like, this is the first sip of water I've had all day. No wonder why I feel like shit and I've had a headache all day, you know? So I can be really hard to remember those things when you're experiencing like symptoms of brain fog and just like low energy levels in general. So something that has helped me is putting it on a whiteboard. So we have a whiteboard. I actually have two in the kitchen. We have one on our fridge and then one on our pantry door. And the big one on our pantry door I use for homeschool stuff. So the one on the fridge is usually just like little reminders. If we have appointments, if there are things that I have to buy at the grocery store, whatever it is, I put it there because I look at it like for half the day. Whenever I'm in the kitchen, it's like right there in my face. So something that's helped me a lot is putting it on the whiteboard, like in huge green letters or, you know, pink letters or something that'll get my attention, like drink water today or like, bitch, take your vitamins, you know, but giving like, maybe you put a post-it note on your mirror, like right where you usually brush your teeth. That way it's right there and you can't ignore it. 
But just having that reminder out has really helped me consistently take care of myself. Or I shouldn't say consistently because, you know, there's a reason that I am resorting to putting it on the whiteboard right in front of my face, you know, but it has at least started to work in like reminding me to take care of myself too. So if you are having like a hard time remembering to do the things that, you know, will eventually maybe make you feel better, just try to like get creative and think of ways like that, that you can remind yourself throughout the day. Okay, so the next little tip that I have that always makes me feel better, and I don't know why I don't do this 10 times a day, um, but is to try to ground yourself when you can. And I know that this is like something that's very woo-woo, and like if you're <laughs> if you're not into the whole hippie thing, you're gonna roll your eyes when I say that. Um, but grounding yourself could be as simple as like standing in your kitchen. Like you have your morning cup of coffee in your hand, and you just like your kids are running around you like crazy asking for like their third breakfast and all of this stuff. But instead of like succumbing and letting all of the stress take you away, just like take 30 seconds. Like you're standing there with your cup of coffee, just close your eyes and like you feel your feet on the floor, like feel all the sensations in your body up to like where you are holding your coffee or all the way up to your head and like just feel all of the feelings and like take deep breaths and kind of just take those 30 seconds or a minute or however long you can stand doing it before you have to go like help your kids with something. Um, Just like stand there and really focus on the moment and focus on your breath and don't let like any emotions or like the thoughts of all the million things that you have to do that come flooding into your head immediately just like let them float right through your head like don't let any of those thoughts like stick just for those 30 seconds or a minute just try to be there and be present in the moment and again this can be like in your kitchen while you're standing there with your coffee cup you can literally go right out in the backyard and put your grass like your feet down in the grass and just stand there and like listen to the leaves rustling and feel the fresh air on your face but there are a lot of ways to ground yourself like this even opening the windows up in your house which I know like right now it's the middle of winter so it might get really cold but like getting fresh air getting sunlight um, even like getting down for me I feel very grounded whenever I get down on the floor and play with my kids And I can't do this for like very long because again, just in the mental headspace that I'm in right now, I don't have a lot of mental capacity for that, which makes me sound like a total Grinch mom. And I I know that that's why I'm getting help. Um, But like those moments where I do get down with all three of my kids and like I read them a few stories or I play with their bluey characters or build towers with them, like those few minute pockets out of the day for me, help me feel so like connected. Even again, even if it's only for like three minutes, it really helps me just ground and be present in that moment. And having like a few times a day where I do that has actually really helped. So just try to find at least a few times in your day where you can have a moment like that. Again, whether it's standing in your kitchen or or getting outside or just getting down and having like a one-on-one connection with your kids, whatever it is like those having like a few grounding moments a day can really help put me in a better headspace. 
So another thing that has helped me lately and that I've been trying to prioritize through this like tough season is to plan pockets of joy for both you and for your family. So the things that I plan for myself um, is mostly like I'm actually trying to like focus on this. So I guess it's not a little pocket of joy, but I've been trying to focus a lot on going to the gym because I feel like I need to have that break out of the house. Like I need to get out and just feel like my own human, if that makes sense. I know so like, I don't know, some people listening to this whole episode are going to be like, Kaylee, you sound so stupid right now, but that's okay. As long as there's like one person that takes something from this episode and it helps them in any way, even if it just helps you feel seen, that's, you know, what I'm going for. That would be enough for me. But anyway, so like taking pockets of time where I know I get out of the house, do something that is going to make me feel better long-term and like short-term. Honestly, going to the gym has been a good release. Like a lot of times I come home and when I get home from the gym, I feel so much happier. Um, Like I'm happy to see the kids and I just like have that energy back to like do dance parties with them and you know, I get to like cook dinner and I get excited about being back home after being away for that like hour or however long it is. So having like time for you, I think makes a absolutely like huge difference. At least it has been for me lately. So having those little pockets of time for yourself, but also planning those pockets of joy for your family as well. Because again, especially if you are a mom, when you are the mom and you're a stay-at-home mom with a bunch of little kids, it can be really hard to not be on your A game mentally because you know that like you run the show, especially like me and my husband goes to work. So every day it's just me and my kids and I homeschool my oldest and I'm doing some preschool activities with my middle child right now too. Um, So I know that when I am not in a great mood and I'm not being like a fun, awesome mom that, you know, I try to be, I guess we all try to be like a fun mom, but I know that when I'm not being like that, it can really bring down the whole vibe of the house. And I try to not let it get that bad. You know, I try not to let my kids see if I get upset or when I'm not feeling on my A game, you know, I try to still be very interactive with them and like put on that brave face for them. Cause I never want like them to have to worry about me or feel like they need to take responsibility for me if I'm not in a good mood, if that makes sense. Um, But it can still be just really hard for them. Like I know my oldest, well, he's six years old now, and sometimes he'll just come in and give me like a big hug or he'll start helping around the house and he'll be like, mom, I just want to make your day better. And it like breaks my heart because like I know that he's doing that because he can tell that I am down that day and I'm like not feeling super great mentally, you know? So like for me, kind of giving back to my kids in a way that I like plan these pockets of joy for them makes a really big difference for me because I want them to remember me as like the fun mom, the happy mom. So like I try to do spontaneous things like movie pizza night where like we make blanket forts or we put on the Christmas lights and we all pick a movie and we snuggle on the couch while eating pizza. Um, Recently, we just started doing s'mores party in our backyard. We got this little like s'mores pit that like goes on top of a table. So we'll take it out in the backyard and we'll roast like hot dogs and marshmallows over our little s'mores pit. And they just think it's the most fun thing ever. Um, Dance parties in the kitchen, even like, like twice a day, I'll be like, Alexa, play the fart song, which is my kid's favorite song. And it makes them laugh every time. But just doing those like little things that I know are going to light up my children's day and 
make them like really happy, even if I am not in that same headspace, if that makes sense. So that's been really important to me, but it also always makes me feel better. Like seeing my kids happy and playing together and knowing like, okay, cool. At least I did that. Like, even if I did not do everything else that I was supposed to today, at least like, you know, we're ending on a good note. We're having this really fun experience and they're making these memories together. Like that does help me push through and like get into a better headspace. So yeah, that was the last tip that I have. Um, Again, I hope that if you're listening to this and you've been going through a hard time and mentally you just don't feel like you're on your A game, I hope that you can take at least one thing that I talked about in this episode and apply it to your life and hopefully it can make things a little bit easier on you or make your days a little bit brighter. And even if not, hopefully listening to this episode has let you know that you're not alone and feeling kind of crappy sometimes. Um, I really, I'm guessing if you're listening all the way to this end point, it means that you did relate to this episode. So I really hope that we all start feeling better soon. I hope that 2023 just brings us all amazing amounts of energy and we all are in our thriving era. I'm keeping my fingers crossed for all of us. I am putting it out in the universe that all of us are going to start having so much energy and (laughs) so much mental clarity and the best moods 24-7 like I'm calling it into existence. Um, But if you are having a really hard time, again, don't be afraid to ask for help. If you find yourself very down and you're listening to this and you're hurting really bad inside, um, the suicide help hotline is 988. It's really easy to remember because it's just like 911 except two eights afterwards, which are actually eight is my favorite number. So like it's even easier for me to remember because instead of 911, it's nine and then two of my favorite numbers. But um, just kind of like remember that. Try to keep that in the back of your mind. And if you ever start feeling like really, really, really bad, please don't be afraid to like ask for help and use the number, like call 988 and get the help that you need. Hopefully you don't have to ever use that and I don't have to ever use that, but please just like commit it to memory just in case you do get in a bad headspace in which it would help you. Um, So yeah, just know that I'm sending you so much love and Merry almost Christmas. It's only 10 days till Christmas, which is crazy. But yeah, I am rooting for you. I am here every step of the way. Um, Thank you for listening to this episode. I hope that it helped you. And until next time.